0: And welcome to the Tongue in Sheep Podcast with the Solomon Sisters. I am Dina. I'm Ilana. And we are your pop culture vultures in couture. We are so excited today. We have the most amazing guest. We have a returning guest, which is such fun for us. And that is mixing with Mani, host of her own podcast. Mani is so amazing. We are so excited to discuss with her all things Bravo. There's so many new shows and the end of some other series that we love as well. So we are excited to have her on and discuss what is going on in all with all things Bravo. Mani, welcome hi hello. hello how are you how are you I'm so good how are y'all good good, good. you know we were just having a conversation about name pronunciation because I've always pronounced it money and Dina pronounced it money and I wanted to know have either of us got it right
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's money yeah
0: it's money. money oh okay <laughs> my reign of pronouncing things correctly continues then I'm <laughs> pronouncing everything I'm sorry oh no it's okay no 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 I wanted to just make sure we say it right you know, um, yeah. you know when we speak to you I have this rule that if someone says my name wrong five times I never talk to them again because I feel like if I've corrected you five times and you can't learn it then you're just rude so I always <laughs> like to make to sure I it. pronounce yeah. other people <laughs> yeah so I try to always be like really conscious of pronunciating people's names like
1: yes of course got it <laughs>
0: We are so happy to have you here today. We were just both listening even to your podcast um earlier. Really? How was your wedding? Um, you said you were doing gown shopping for you and your friend, but not for the wedding dresses, right?
1: Right. It was for my bridal parties. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, I just talked about that. It was very fun. Um, She just kind of was like, you want to go look at? dresses I was like yes let's do it so it was really fun we picked our colors you know for each of us because we're in each other's weddings next year so oh, that's we both so got our, and that's so great and it was so I funny i love that because we both tried and they made us pick five different dresses and different colors and everything and of course the first dress we both try on is the same one
0: of course <laughs> yes
1: of course why that's not that's what friends <laughs> exactly <laughs> Yes, it was super, super fun, and I love the color, and I think it's going to be a really good time. I'm going to let the girls wear whatever they want just within the color.
0: Oh, that's nice of you. Yeah, that's whatever they feel
1: comfortable in, you know, feel pretty in, things like that.
0: Oh, I didn't do um, like a, for my wedding like a color um like a color story for the bride specifically, or like the bride's party or anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't really have one, but I just told everyone to wear white because I knew I was going to be in like like metallics <laughs> and Ooh. I was going I was all beaded in gold and bronze and like silver beads like my I gown was very it. beaded so it's like if everyone's in white it'll be like a sea of white and me like this like you know beautiful yes. shining star popping yes. through, and I like that and um mine like I it was at night so everyone was holding candles so I felt like especially in the pictures you can see it I look like glowing like I'm emerging from a glow <laughs> that and sounds I feel like gorgeous. yeah Thank you. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. But I mean, it's just that I really I wanted the same thing, though. I wanted people to like wear what they felt good in. And I just Mm -hmm. wanted like the pictures to be harmonious. So I feel like people like that. They, They I think people are more excited by the wedding when they're not restricted in the dress, the bridal party.
1: I agree. I agree. I think that they'll like it. And I wanted them to get something that they'll probably wear again, because they're investing in my wedding and i am grateful and i want them to wear something that they can wear twice or another time to another special occasion that they can feel you know really good in and
0: i, I think that's the that, best way to do it i love that so much it's so thoughtful <laughs> <laughs> well congratulations though thank i know you, so you posted a while back about it i know i wrote something but in person congratulations thank
1: you i'm so excited it's truly been fun it's stressful but like a good kind of stress like nothing oh, yeah i would do it a thousand times over so i'm enjoying every minute of it
0: oh, that's like uh-huh. the perfect thing to say <laughs> that's the dream well we're so honored and happy to have you back and so excited to discuss everything Bravo with you yes Uh, are you currently watching like all of the Bravo um if I'm not
1: currently watching them I'm still caught up with them like I because for hot topics and things like I can still talk what happens with like Southern Charm or you know even below deck and things and I those are probably the only two that I'm not like currently the most caught up on, um, but I know obviously what's going on like, <laughs> with Madison yeah. and everything. And then um, Summer House, the premiere I didn't catch yet, but I know everything about the producer and you know the storyline with Luke. Like I, so I, I know what's going on, as of course an obsessed person would.
0: <laughs> oh, I love that. Yes, piece. well, I appreciate that. Wait, I have a what's question: on on the the Charm, what's going on with the producer?
1: Oh, um, Summer House, the producer. Summer
0: House, sorry. Yes,
1: Sierra, the new girl. um, She posted something about a favorite boyfriend slash producer. And one of the producers she may have been dating who worked on Summer House. And people were like, it's just like Candy and Todd where they made Todd quit. Because they were like, it's either Candy or the show. Like, they do not let you fraternize with the producers. But the whole storyline for her this season is that she used to hook up with Luke and that he might still have feelings for her. So, is that a real storyline? Did the producer get fired before then? Did she leave Luke for this man? Like, it's a, there's a whole thing behind it because they don't know she just randomly poked because she's new here. She doesn't think you're not supposed to tell people your business. We
0: will find out. Oh my god, yeah. they got you. that's our job. <laughs> But that actually makes sense, because one of the things for our summer house, what we were going to talk to you about is that we didn't believe that they ever, Sierra and Luke, ever got together. I don't so, Well, should we jump in and just start with a summer house, like all our thoughts? Sure. Okay. We organically got there. <laughs> well, uh, but if you're not really watching it yet, just to give a little bit, right now they really just all entered the house. Mm-hmm. Hannah is... It seems like she's ready to, you know, pounce on Luke. And Luca just seems kind of indifferent at this point.
1: So it's yeah. been a very
0: nice journey, you know. <laughs>
1: and he but looks I, very uh... different.
0: Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, he looks like the Unabomber. He is not... Like... <laughs> He does not look like – I would look at him if I had a kid and, like, hold the kid tighter. You know what I yes. mean? Like, you would just be like, stay away. Like, don't not just six it. feet. Let's let's get, like, 20 between yes. us. It's, like, not – It's,
1: it's not really social distance. Feet. I don't think it's a good look. He's one yeah. of the few men who, like, look better when they're a little bit more disheveled, like, when they have the – Like, the clean-cut look doesn't look good on him. He needs a little bit of a beard, a little bit of, like, a mustache situation happening. He needs a little gruff. It makes him look a lot more rugged and more attractive because right now it is not happening.
0: I just think he... But he really looks exactly what he is, which is, like, actor that went into the middle of the woods to, like discover himself in some meaningful artistic way that's probably bs you know what i mean like he looks like someone who's like yeah i'm real i'm in touch with my emotions so then he can like I don't know. Go play the person that a flight attendant slept with the night before. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, but, like, he did he a real, wonderful do job on that episode. I think he was on it like in the beginning. He did, but what? like, he found his center. He knew who his character was from a core place because mm. he went to the woods, became a unobomber, and knew like what life was like from that raw place. Like that's what he looked <laughs> like, and that's what he is. Which, <laughs> I agree. But I, but I feel like this season seems to me like it's starting with a lot of excitement i get like jersey shore vibes old school like you know mtv reality show kind of like real world vibes from this yes. season i'm into it i think we should lock them up every season i think quarantine
1: house made the most sense um i think that they were if you wanted to have this type of show Uh, especially in New York during the middle of a pandemic, this was your only option. I mean, they were not playing in New York whatsoever. And I think this was the best that they could do with what they had. And I think that it makes a lot of sense. I mean, people have always said locking up summer or – Bravo lebs in general, locking them up in a house and making them fend for themselves. I mean, it's the best Rony trips that we get mm-hmm. is when they're just in the house being drunk and crazy. We're seeing it now with Atlanta, having them all together, drunk and crazy in a house. It's good TV and it just makes sense. So six weeks, they're going to go stir crazy. It's going to be just like all of us during quarantine, going nuts getting drunk, eating carbs, figuring out how to do workouts. So it's going to be because you, when you don't have access to the outside world, you become even more panicked that you're not, that you're going to need the outside world. Even if they never would have gone out, they probably wouldn't have because they party at their house all the time every year. So the only thing that's changed is that they're not going to like that one restaurant that they're allowed to go to. In, in <laughs> so nothing's really changed, but like they're going to freak out because they don't have access to the outside world.
0: Also, I think random hookups because the guys always seem to, yes. like, to bring those random girls home. It feels like that's going to be a little bit harder.
1: Yeah, it'll be a lot harder. The drama's
0: going to be more internal as opposed to, like, who get brought in. It's going to be about, like, who's within. But I don't think the Sierra story, because I know I kind of uh, caught cut off before, but I don't think, like, I think Sierra is a. Uh, gorgeous, phenomenal looking human She's who gorgeous. I first of all cannot believe we already haven't had some sort of reality TV with her. I wouldn't be surprised if we find out she was on something. But yes, um, I feel like he knew her from his whole like modeling world. And they were friendly. And maybe they did like slightly hook up. But I don't think this is a real plot line. I think this is just yeah. for the girls to like, be have like the fear of God because someone's so beautiful and also like kind and good. Like, and maybe hopefully interesting is coming in, but like everything about her is like better than them. Like she's, you know, an essential worker who looks like a supermodel. Like I, uh, Paige said it perfectly. Like if Mother Teresa and Naomi Campbell had a baby, Sierra would yep. come out of it. And so it's <laughs> like they all will feel inadequate in different ways, which I think is just great TV.
1: Yes, I absolutely agree. I think that. She's a great addition. It is definitely about time. It has never made sense to me that Bravo carries on like that friends tradition from the show where Mm. they pretend like in all of New York all of LA there's absolutely no people of color that just interact with each other like it's simply not possible it is one of the most populous cities in the world so that's that's not a thing and they are all friends and it's they have very diverse friend groups in these major urban areas and so it makes sense that she's there she's absolutely gorgeous and I think that it's necessary for the girls to be a little bit shaken up because we don't want us to just see them having the same old fights we got to give them a little bit of like so whose side is she going to kind of get pulled into and if it's going to be everyone against her again like it was last year with oh god what is her name i forget it every jules? time which
0: is, is it jules? Uh, jules yes which i guess poor is, poor, poor jules poor Jewel,
1: justice for jules her. i liked her you, Aww, i
0: wanted man. to get I don't know. I liked her oh, so much. Off with her because of the other guy she was hooking up with—he creeps me out. Yeah, that oh, guy creeps my. me out. And was Lindsay. it Jordan? But I didn't.
1: Yes, Jordan. Yeah,
0: but I didn't believe that story. I know, but but I-, I do want to get rid of Lindsay and Danielle. I can't stand either of them, and I don't know yeah, why. Okay. And this is this might be problematic because I don't mean it in a sexist way, and I don't feel the same way about the guys, but the girls. Because they're also, like, a little bit older, I think it comes across, like, I don't know, like, I can't imagine them in this scenario outside of the realm of the show. Whereas guys grow up slower than women, so I can imagine them outside of the realm of the show still living this lifestyle. But with the girls, it feels like they're just here for the paycheck. And they don't Mm. seem to have the same energy level as the younger girls. So you see that divide, like the younger and the older girls. And then it feels to me weird. Like they could be on a different show, but not this show anymore. That makes sense.
1: I could see that. with Lindsay, I mean, she's just kind of been around for so long. And people want to see her and like Carl and then things like that. But at the same time, yeah, I agree. I think Lindsay, I don't mind her. I just, I don't like Danielle at all. Mm-hmm. I don't. I've, I've always been like, you don't really need to bring her back. She doesn't give me anything. Um, I didn't, I've been to like everything from season like two and on. And I didn't miss her when she was gone and I was watching it in session. So I was like, you don't really need her. I think there's lots of girls you could bring in. And Sierra is a great example. You can absolutely bring in some new fresh blood. I think even Jules should have come back. I mean, if you're going to keep Luna yeah. to me you should have kept Jules. Because for nothing else, she was good TV. She gave us some funny, sarcastic moments. When they did choose the boy, when they had to kick her out of the house, she was like, this is not a thing. You cannot do that. And then really, I, I like that she was able to handle all of them at once.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. I think they should have gotten rid of Lindsay, gotten rid of Danielle, bring in Sierra, keep Jules. Yep.
1: And I could see Sierra and Jules being against, like, Kyle's alleged wife. um, (laughs) I forget her name every time, too. Amanda. She's only only as good as she is with him, and that's what I don't like in my casted women. And I don't think that's sexist at all. I think that we are watching, it's like Southern Charm. Like, you're only as good as the women on the show because the men are supposed to be idiots. We expect them all to be like Craig's, and chefs who can't get it together no matter how many things and privileges are put in front of them they're all literally straight white men why they can't get their lives together we don't know it's like everything is perfect for them and it's the great thing about the women is that they're like they kind of jazz it up and they bring it perspective and they're like you know you really shouldn't be struggling this hard honey
0: Derek, Candace, Tinsley, and Bethany. If these names get you excited about fashion, then you will love the styles that we provide on our Like to Know It and Amazon page, Stylishly Solomon. Girlie with a Bit of an Edge is our specialty, and you're going to love our looks and the looks that inspire wardrobe. You can purchase everything through our Like to Know It and Amazon pages. Follow us on Like to Know It by going to liketoknow.it slash percent 20 solomon to follow our look and shop our daily wares. To shop our Amazon page, go to amazon.com slash shop slash stylishly spelled s-t-y-l-i-s-h-l-y-s-o-l-o-m-o-n. Happy shopping! It pushed things forward too. Mm-hmm. And obviously like in a sort of sort of way, they also create most of the drama. Yes. <laughs> it's uh, I definitely think um, with at least Southern Charm, which I feel like the only character... I I always say characters, but the only character I liked was Leva. Like, I'm ready for that show to also get like a facelift or to be canceled. Although I do feel bad, just cancel is better. Yeah, but I feel I feel like Leva needs her own show then. Yeah, I I like Leva.
1: I wish she was casted in a way that wasn't solely for her to basically like be an educator. Exactly. To privileged white women, I wish we would have gotten more of her life, her family. You know, especially since she kind of, it seems like sacrificed her friendship with Cam over. I would have liked to have seen some more of yeah. her if that, if that's going to happen. But, it, but I think the show is beyond repair. I don't know who else they would have to keep. They would have to do a total overhaul and no garbage. one would watch that.
0: I was just going to say, I still think like, I know I say this to long and she's probably so over me hearing it. I don't understand how the second that video with Shep came out with him doing, that awful thing to the homeless lady with the cans, how he mm-hmm. wasn't fired the day that video came out. And that I know, was disturbing. just an example to me of like, what? why are we giving these people a platform who when mm-hmm. on their own time are doing such damaging things? Yeah.
1: Kelly Dodd is still employed. Brandy was still employed and I given know. an entire first episode of Tell Earth. I mean, they don't. Video evidence is simply not enough, apparently, anymore. Like, I don't understand. I'm looking at Dallas left, right, and center. Like, there's just, to me, absolutely no reason why that was acceptable. Like, that was probably the worst of the worst. Short of her literally using a slur, that was about as bad as it gets. Like,
0: in a way, it was a slur though i yeah can't I, I would
1: back. i mean that I'm like that would have literally just been like a cherry on top of an entire cake that we didn't even need, but it was a yeah. fully decorated cake served here is <laughs> racism, yeah, please honestly. fire me,
0: <laughs> and especially like to me, on the heels of firing um I mean, the I mean, evil way and Kristen. Leanne, yeah, oh, Oh, Leanne, even better. But Leanne was who I was thinking of. Leanne, like, it's not to me different. And I forgot who it was, but someone maybe it was Cam was trying to explain that there was like a difference in. Oh no, it was Tiffany. I think someone was trying to explain the difference. It was Carrie. Okay, fine, Carrie about the malicious like intent. But I don't, I don't disagree that Leanne was saying these Rachel things in moments of anger, whereas. Brandy thought she was funny, but does that make it worse in a way? Not worse, but at least equally bad because you think it's funny to be hurtful. You're not saying it because you're in some sort of blind rage and your real colors are coming out. You're saying it from a moment of, your yes. sanity and your racism yes, and yes. like, it, it would have happened in any any
1: other situation it probably would have happened yeah. and what's worse to me is that if that's the case and they would have casted dr moon that would have that could have been a catastrophe to me and that to me is then what creates a hostile work environment just, yeah. just like what happened with leanne and carrie and so yeah malicious or malice as an intent is also fireable, but to me, that's not where the bar is. That's too. That's not a. That's not a, a, a very. Well, that's low a low
0: bar. bar. Yeah. yeah, just to say and that you
1: know they were malicious. Well, you don't have to be maliciously racist to be a racist.
0: <laughs> exactly, and honestly, like I think there is. Okay, I think there is an argument that you have to give people space to learn and grow, and I a hundred percent support that. But that doesn't mean. That they should also be paid a lot of money to do it on TV, especially when it's someone who, quite frankly, I think is problematic in many ways. Like when she came on the episode, sort of in this sort of joke, mockery, COVID, I'm covered, but not thing a few episodes, but she got on the floor, and came back, and she had like her, like, covid stash covid free sash, and she had her plastic wrapped like proof of not having her ha- being negative on a test mm-hmm. and all this stuff I mean even that like especially when that was recorded which was when covid was so much newer like that's another problem because she's encouraging people to take something that's really serious as a yes. joke like there's just so many layers of problems. she's a very
1: um inconsiderate she, individual
0: she creates a darkness to me that I don't want in my telly yeah, yeah. and I on these shows and she is not that i think with brandy she gets away with a lot like people almost are like oh that's just brandy and i don't understand that why she's getting away with so much i don't Mm -hmm. know because stephanie's always like well she that's not her intention and that like she's a good person but i don't think I don't think they needed brandy to continue this show at this Mm -hmm. point she just to me is somebody who i'm like kind of always waiting for what's gonna be the next kind of problematic thing she's gonna do and then like how are they gonna react to it but i will say to me like in the most recent episode with Carrie because even on your podcast you had mentioned this and I love this in the episode too when um, Carrie saying it's because she's like the way she's speaking is because she's Mexican and then um, Tiffany goes back well I'm Asian too and like you can't use like language thing which I think that's the first time we've ever seen on even a housewife show where two people who are not from like America are kind of they can't kind of maybe play like the games that maybe they could play with somebody who doesn't know about their yes. culture or another And culture. it's like, Bravo, yes. look
1: at what happens when you don't cast minorities one at a time. I know. When you actually <laughs> diversify a cast. You actually get some really substantial fights and confrontations. Yeah. And Dr. Tiffany is like, girl, who are you trying to use that argument on? Cause it would work with us. I mean, we literally saw the exact same argument being played out on Salt Lake City with Jen and Lisa at the bar. Lisa yes. can't speak to Jen's experience. And not to say that her experience is not is, is false, but it's like, you're only ever going to have one perspective. And they're never going to, even Lisa, they're never going to learn beyond Jen if there's no one else there but Jen and I guess occasionally Mary. Like, it's the same thing with these women. I'm sure Carrie could have used this exact argument on them and they would have been like, oh, yeah, probably. But I don't think they would have learned like, you know, anything different. But we have like an actual... Worthy conversation and worthy battle happening between Tiffany and Carrie when Tiffany is like, Well, guess what? I too am an immigrant and I too don't speak English first. And guess what that means? I would have corrected you regardless.
0: I agree, I thought Tiffany was so yeah. on, like point. I also think something is really wrong with Carrie. I hate yeah, when she's a miserable wives, individual miserable, but I hate when housewives bring their kids. She I'm really like, is just so, and I didn't like when Lisa Rena last year with her daughter in the eating disorder made her daughter like come and talk about it on the show. I yep. Think so wrong that Carrie brought up the suicide, like that her daughter allegedly wanted to commit suicide. And then when she was retelling her other daughter and she left it out, lied yeah. by omission. She and lied to her daughter. She lied to her. And her daughter's so smart because I was like, her daughter shut her down. She wouldn't talk about it. She said not on camera. And I was yeah, like, she's your like daughter, this isn't what I
1: want to do. I'm yeah, your daughter knows what
0: you're doing. I did yep. not care for it.
1: I don't like that but at Carrie all. I don't like that she pushed her to talk about it on tv like she's like i mean if, if you don't have a storyline outside of your daughter's mental health and their sense of safety and security you need to get off the show
0: i agree they it definitely seems to be to be somewhat fair to carrie she kind of admits this on her own but it definitely definitely seems like carrie didn't and doesn't and hasn't ever learned how to be a mother. Like, she didn't have an example. She didn't know how to do it in the past, and she never tried to, like, learn how to mother. Because it took her daughter verbatim telling her that there was something wrong before she even picked... Like, most mothers, I feel like, are clued into their children's emotions on Mm -hmm. some level, unless they are not actually clued into their children at all. And I think, like, I know it's a little bit of a leap, but when you see Carrie a lot of times, like, the way she treats the other women, where she's almost, like... It's so important her to not just be the life of the party, but that everyone sort of is pushed into that place with her. I feel like her whole kind of raison d'être, and it seems to be true in her private life as well, is sort of escaping, not about ever dealing with what's in front of her.
1: I can see it, and then the only thing is, I'd raise you. Kenya's mom legitimately never spoke to her and always treated her as if she was an unwanted person, and she never even met in the same house. Like they would literally have to not invite Kenya, so she's being rejected by her mother, and she's only miserable to other people and not her daughters. I mean, her daughter no, Brooklyn. Uh, yeah, one hundred percent. I didn't loved. mean it as she an She did excuse. clue in. No, I know, I know. I'm just yeah, saying that Karen yeah, to me I I agree is just a selfish completely. individual. I, I think, think she's, she's just selfish, selfish as hell.
0: Yeah. And I definitely think that she is, like, you know those people who are like, I had the hard life, and then you hear their life story, and it's, like, incredibly hard, and then someone else is like, me too. My parents got divorced when I was little. It feels like that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't like that she weaponized her daughter's, you know, her story that is only hers to tell if she chooses to tell it. I cannot imagine that was easy on her. That's probably like, that absolutely upsets me that you're just going to blurt that out at a table full of women to get sympathy. So that someone will stop arguing. Well, really the other one even yelling at you is basically so that you can be right in an argument because you're yeah. to argue with that because who would, but that's ridiculous. Like, don't, don't just blurt that out. It's not the time or the place. Like no one is asking about that. And if, if your point is no one's asking me about my daughter or my kids and I'm going through a lot because of this, all you have to do is say no one cares about what's going on with me and my family and I have a lot going on right now with my kids, a whole lot.
0: Exactly. And also because she keeps bringing it up it, to me is clear this is only about the fact that she is petrified if she divorces the the husband who clearly she wants to divorce she will have nothing and, you know? and
1: i think she was planning on it i really do i think she was planning on it last year and COVID happened and because i mean every, it was very clear she came on the show to get divorced yeah it didn't even make sense if she yeah. would be i don't know what kind of monster he is behind closed doors but from what we saw on tv He was kind of interested and she was so checked out. So she was already ready to go. And her business was like her way of doing it. The show was her way of doing it. And she was very afraid that she wouldn't be able to sustain herself without, you know, him being there. And so clearly she stayed specifically for that. And her only home life filming is going to be her kids instead of her husband because she doesn't want to be there. Yeah.
0: Like when she did the um, 50-year-old, birthday pictures which by the way she does look great um and she showed her husband I kind of thought the pictures were for him and then when she was just kind of showing him like oh look how good they look but like mm-hmm. she didn't really seem to have done it for her I was, like, last year I 100% felt like she hates this man this year I feel like she has become almost like coldly and different which is worse because it's like I really he is literally just a cash point, you know what they mean? Like, she yep. needs money, and he is just something she has to deal with despite everything. That conversation That's was so awkward,
1: so sad. That means that he'll be able to do whatever he wants, and we're not even gonna ever know about it.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree, so I completely- she's
1: checked out. hmm,
0: she is, mm-hmm. but, <laughs> but- <laughs> <laughs> you made it sound it tasted good. <laughs> <laughs> um but on but like speaking of the better shows we want to talk to you about atlanta as well as salt lake city
1: Ooh, atlanta atlanta so is
0: finally heating good up.
1: it is heating up it is heating up how dare i ever 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 doubt them they know exactly what they're doing they know how to make a show i mean mm-hmm. these women are next level entertaining in a house like yeah. they're not even doing anything they just got off a bus and i'm having the most fun i've had watching housewives in years and i'm like they haven't done anything they've done nothing they're just there That's why we love it taking blended. sips of things and i'm like it's the best it's a party that you want to be invited to exactly you instantly like, want to go to Portia that party jumped
0: over the couch and they slow it. I was like, I love Atlanta. And then when, like Kenya ordering the food just for herself and being so checked out and clueless that in any way, that would be something you should never do in any decent human's mind was just... Uh, I rewound it. I'm not even going to lie. It was making oh, me yeah. laugh so I hard. I watched it when twice. I get to take it. The food. <laughs> I watched the whole
1: <laughs> episode twice. It was so good. It was so rewound- good.
0: I it twice. And one thing I've definitely learned is that Kenya does not know how to be uh, um, a. Like, know how to throw a party, like yeah. No, she's one, not a host. No, she does it's not. This is not her calling. Not host. I feel like first she gave us Cynthia's um, engagement party, which was one of. Oh god, that was awful. watch. But and then, she literally had to hire an entire party planner
1: for that. Like, she can't even throw a party for her best friend, quote-unquote. Then that's not your best friend.
0: No, but mm-hmm. also, fire that party planner. That was one of the worst parties. And then yeah. to have a murder party start as soon as they enter in. Give them time. No, Have a little, like, Mm-mm. beverages
1: before. Like, let
0: them pee. Yeah.
1: Yes, they just got off of a, of a train, of, of a bus ride. That you didn't join them on. It's been eight hours. It's not even like that far away. Eight hours. And it took them eight yeah. hours for whatever reason. Cynthia was hours behind them and she made it before them.
0: That's crazy. Nothing finishes a look like the perfect bag. Our newest bag obsession is by Rafi NYC. Ruffy NYC is an exquisite bag brand that pulls inspiration from all different cultures and architectures. The fine detail craftsmanship of their mini and clutches will elevate your look in an instant. Add one of these beautiful bags to your collection by going to the Raffy Bags website at raffy.com That's r a f e dot com. Enter our promotional code Soul Sisters S O L S I S T E R S for twenty percent off all your purchases.
1: It doesn't take yeah. that long to get to but- South Carolina from Georgia. I'm right here. Like it doesn't take it so. <laughs> It was absolutely the worst for you not even to be there and then you to throw them into using their brains and having to do stuff. And they're like, girl, we want to put on our jammies, drink something that makes us feel warm inside, (laughs) eat some good takeout, some carbs, and take a nap.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Exactly.
1: That sounds like my By the way, attitude.
0: though, <laughs> what do you think <laughs> of the aunties, aunties versus um, the, the nieces, the nieces? Yeah,
1: it's so funny. I just, I just had um, Anaya on my show, who's a travel expert, and we were talking about how we both have auntie tendencies, especially after traveling. I do. I am very much so like a green tea with a little honey and lemon, mm-hmm. and um, before bed. And a nice, you know, blankie, maybe a docu-series, you know, getting in the bed. And I, but I also have known, you know, to not do that. I can go all the way till midnight or plus and, you know, take the shots and do the fun stuff in the middle of the week. So I am, and this is what Portia was saying, it's not an age, it's more of a mindset, you know, Mm -hmm. because Marlo is the same age as Cynthia and Kenya and everything, and she is young and and she's with the bullshit still. She's ready.
0: Oh my God, her Mm. bathing system, those boots. She, like, oh, I you know, love her. I when must see, love her I mean, as I like a her. stylist
1: and fashion girl. Like, Marlo is, here oh my god, the looks.
0: Marlo is my Every favorite time. person on television. I love watching her on Instagram as well. I mean, honestly, not only is she hilarious, but just like the way she does things, putting on that outfit to have the emotional conversation with Kenya about how she was really feeling. Mm -hmm. The hurt and pain and everything in that. It was just, I was like, Candy was sitting there with a straight face. I had no idea how. And I was just like, I love Marlo. Like, looking at that, like beautiful look and like that ridiculousness of having that conversation and that look of a, I She dressed for the occasion She did dress
1: for the occasion I love that she had Candy help her put on her boots just to lounge She was like I don't know what functionality lounge. this is Who cares? She was like I don't know I just wanted to because it looks cute and she puts it's it on true. and she made her janky ass room into a dressing oh, room that, and that was I was like favorite
0: the best. That's why I love her. And I fell in so love with bright. her when they were on the first trip when Nini and uh, Marlo went away and she decorated her room with her shoes <laughs> perfectly. I was like, okay, so this woman just stole my heart. I need to know everything about her. She was probably one of the honestly first housewives I ever followed and she's not even like a proper housewife but to me she's the ultimate housewife. And she really does
1: invest in you know any job that she has. She's part-time on the show (laughs) and always has been and she hired Dorit's stylist to be her stylist because she really wanted to make sure that she's keeping up with the hottest looks and trends and she looks fantastic. I love her risk. She's a risk taker and we need that. She is. We do.
0: I did not know that. She also Reese Pager in her yeah. presentation.
1: She did. She said it on an episode of Um Watch What Happens Live that she loved Dorit's looks and she literally DM'd her. And asked her who her stylist was, and she hooked her up with her stylist.
0: That makes me so happy. That's another She's reason here. I love her. her. Favorite dressers of yep. all of Bravo and and, and, and like game recognizes game, yeah. right? Like
1: she was like Dorit. Yeah. that's the cute look. And Dorit was like Marlo, girl, I got you because you know they recognize that they are buddies that. in fashion. They're really good friends, yeah. like in real life, because of fashion.
0: <gasps> I are you that. are like breaking news right now for me. Yeah. Yeah. Just, like, <laughs> <laughs> the kind of news i love i I, love that i love them i love marlo so then speaking of marlo do we think she really wants to make up with kenya i do only because
1: i think she was really embarrassed and i can understand that like i think that she went to that house like hair i'm on this girl's trip i'm trying to have a good time i know we have beef, but there's a lot of people here and i think that you know when she saw all these great girls getting all these rooms and like she got like visibly the worst one and it wasn't that it was a bad room it was that it was a bad room in comparison and she's like i think it embarrassed her she's like you know you really hate me this much that you'll give me this shit room but yet there's another pretty decent room that's up for grabs so you had enough and you basically didn't give me that one if anything it should have been like everyone gets a great room and whoever loses however you can lose, this murder mystery has to, like, get downgraded to the, the other room. But, like, everyone starts that out I would have been better. But, been no. Better. Like, you yeah. had this other great room that's up for grabs for someone else, and Marlo still gets the shitty room. That doesn't make sense. No.
0: And so I, think I agree with feelings. you, and I also, I also think, just throwing this out there, I never forgot that there was a time when Mimi and Marlo had the falling out, because Kenya and Marlo got close and I do actually think Marlo is very loyal and I think like when she loses a friend it does Mm -hmm. hurt her and I think the reason she's lashed out in the in-between is because she doesn't like losing friends and especially now that maybe Nini's not involved with Mm -hmm. the show so she is spending more time with Kenya without any other influences I think she actually misses the friendship and knows that there is a vulnerability and a bond that could be had that she's not getting to share in, so i think it even further extends that feeling of being left out i agree but i do think though i will say at the dinner table when it is brought up after latoya does that very shady thing to drew but i love drew's response so she was so good drew is amazing i feel like she finally proved why she's on the show because honestly she's kind of felt to me like sad no, and it, now I, was like, I okay, do I'll feel it. like I get sad, but
1: I do like also how slow she's been taking this because yeah. Latoya came in guns blazing. People instantly hated her. Wendy Mm -hmm. on Potomac came in guns blazing. People instantly hated her where they don't like it when you, I love her too, but they don't a lot of times the people don't like when you move so fast because we don't know you. So like ease up, like you're in a car Mm -hmm. with someone new and they just start going hundred on the highway. And you're like, wait a minute. I don't know how good of a driver you are or if I'm going to die or not. Right. (laughs) So you're like, okay, so 65, maybe we increase over time and then boom. Okay. I trust you. But Drew, I think it really changed when we saw that her husband isn't just the most unlikable person, but in comparison to her, we're rooting for her automatically because she didn't ask for it. She didn't want to talk about it on camera. She was trying. She was like, listen, I'm here to conceal this. Like she's a really good woman. And I think that she's a solid pick because she's not, she's not jumping into the ring with you. But if you invite her, she will rise to the occasion.
0: Okay, so can I just throw something out there, though? Mm -hmm. If you guys remember when we first met Eva, it was not on Housewives. It was on um, Top Model. Yes, And she was so the 100 mile an hour driver, to use your Mm -hmm. analogy. First met Eva, she was so hot because we met her on a different show and in a different context. And when she came on this show, she was so different. She was like in auntie mode, really calm, really like only when she was pushed to like the brink did she kind of pop off like one of my favorite Atlanta moments in its entire history. Mm -hmm. Like definitely was her fighting with Marlo on the bus um, in Tokyo. And it was just so So funny. That was And so... So funny. So, like, I feel like we got stuff from her, but it was very rare gems. And then a lot of what we got from her was sort of meh. And when I first met Drew, I'm not going to lie, I feel like that's where my fear is, that she wasn't going to give us stuff unless it was so extreme. But now I don't feel that way. When I saw her and it was like she knew how to handle it and also engage without being sort of, I don't know, like, disengaged I felt okay she can get in it with the ladies she's just not had enough time and then I started thinking about it with the death of her husband's father maybe like you know some other things in her home life maybe she just also wasn't literally with the women enough to -hmm. get in it but now Mm -hmm. I feel like she can get there and I just don't want someone who has to be pushed to the ultimate extreme for us to get their personality I don't think Drew and Eva to me are are alike at all Eva did stuff like said a lot of side comments, would do a lot of stuff, and then be like, "Who me?" Like, and then not really mm. actually want to step up unless it was at the reunion or in her confessional. Mm. Whereas Drew isn't playing a game; we are seeing who she is. Like, this is yeah. really her. She and we're just reacts. Her involved. yeah. Like she's, she's a really-
1: reactor, and she's a good
0: I- reactor. Yeah. But mm. Eva was on a different cuz I loved Eva and then Eva would, got me a bit disappointed when she came on the show because I did see what when they were calling her out I got why they were because she was kind of throwing her hand in and then getting scared and then well, I only felt like at the reunions actually having an, a real reaction. Yes. Well, You and I had talked about this Dina even like she was so much more interesting always on the reunion than she was on the whole season. Yeah. But- and I definitely don't disagree with you at all. I would, But with Drew, I do feel like it was – I'm not saying I still feel this way. I'm explaining my journey. I think we did get a little bit of that. A little bit where, like, when she – for example, at the dinner when she was telling Portia, after Portia – saying like the canary and said what was said about her by Latoya and she's like oh she did say that and then I was like oh but we're probably not going to get anything from this until the next time she's away from Latoya she'll make a comment about it and then when she didn't do that and she was very like holding her on I was like okay like she's she you know I know she was on a show called the game so I don't need to use the phrase in a pun way but like she knows <laughs> how to play the game. she mm-hmm. does It's an easy pun to make. It's okay. I I do
1: it too. A lot.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She's just the best. But I'm excited for next week's episode i did think marlo was being a little shady when at the table she said um when kenya was like you have to acknowledge all like the mean stuff you said to me marlo's like what your fake um i think she said you're fake ass or something like that. yes i love
1: I, it though I, I did i loved it I but i love did that think too like,
0: is this gonna help your point you but I love that Marlo is arguing that it's not offensive, like, but it's true. You can only get mad at me if I'm saying it and it's not true. And it's true, so it's fine. Like, I love her <laughs> argument, and Kenny's just so flustered. Like, Because Kenya <sighs> really
1: likes to portray that she's this absolutely perfect natural beauty. I mean, it's the same thing with Tanya, you know, like, that she wore a wig. I'm like, girl, people wear wigs all the time. Like, not for nothing, beyond it just being a fun thing sometimes for fashion purposes and playful purposes in the black community, we consistently try to protect our hair because putting so much stress and damage on it and heat when we have naturally very curly or wavy or a lot kinkier hair, that four C type hair, a lot of that constantly stressing it out to be straight when it's not its natural texture is a lot. And it makes the hair like take on a different form. So sometimes you just got to let it breathe. Like I have, a, lot, a full head of hair. It is very, very thick, very voluminous. I blow it out. And after a few times blowing it out all winter, my curly pieces stay straighter when I'm ready to wear a curly in the summer. So sometimes braiding it up, putting in some braids and some other hair so it kind of has like less pressure on it. It just yeah. is easier. It's six to eight weeks where my hair can just kind of breathe and let live. So it's not like it's a, 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 a big secret. In fact, to me, it was the most Tanya type of revelation that she wore a wig. It's like, okay, this is like bringing like a pocket knife to a war. Like this is not <laughs> a big deal, but Kenya takes it as such an offense because she's like, do not come from my, I am the member. I miss be- No one's ever denied how beautiful you are. Kenya. You're gorgeous. No matter what you do to your body, don't do to your body. You're literally a perfect 10. Okay. It's not the end of the world. If you got some ass implants or something, you had a baby, you're, you know, aging, you look beautiful. Who cares? I mean,
0: I mean, if somebody Honestly, is not that nicest person, she is beautiful. She is yeah, the prettiest
1: woman I've, say, I've it's, literally it's,
0: ever seen. When she's in her interview with the orange dress and the purple eyeshadow, or maybe I got that backwards, but I think I didn't. She looks so beautiful. Like, I mean, she always looks beautiful, but oh my God. Like, it just is shocking to me to think that someone that beautiful has had it so many bad experiences that they still have insecurities because she's too beautiful but I really do think that it's almost doing a disservice to women when women pretend not to have done things to let's say amplify their natural beauty or things like that I actually think it's a disservice like instead of because there's Being nothing wrong with it. I think. No, they
1: ignite a stigma. They re-establish yeah. a stigma. Yeah, into yeah.
0: It. Like, okay, I know it's a different show, but when Melissa Gorga back in the day was denying getting a nose job, or even like not even same channel, but when Kylie Kylie Jenner was trying to pretend like her whole new face was somehow naturally
1: grown yes, out her of her lips were just lip liner. Yeah, and then she and sold the like- lip liner. And I was <laughs> yeah, like, that is something, isn't it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but my whole point is I'm like how like I actually genuinely think that it's like a misuse of power. <laughs> like it's mm. so wrong to do that. So that is something also I don't love about Kenya. Like you can have a, a hair care line that's all about when you use your natural hair look and here's the best product to use without it being bad that you also have alternative options. And I just think like don't stop lying. yes. I agree, but I feel like probably most likely since no one will admit except I feel like Angelina from Jersey Shore, that they are getting those butt injections. That's a secret that is never going to publicly. She come. is the only person I've ever seen admit it. And she admits it on the day. I can't think of one person that's admitted it. But um, so she's good about it. She's I very have, comfortable. I with have a decision. big question to ask and I'm going to probably say it wrong. But did you know it was called? The station. What is it? The stations. Stanchions. Stanchions. The, stanchions, or the poles, piping. Or poles. Because I don't think Whitney knew it was called stations. Or stanchions. Stanchions. You couldn't stanchions. even say the word, Nina.
1: <laughs> no, there's no way Whitney, Whitney knew that. There's no way. No. I've never heard that word. I've never needed that word in my life. There's no way that that was just such a common-ass word that everyone's like, oh, yeah, you know what these are? These are nice stanchions. Also, I know it's- They it weren't was- that nice. It was. It had to be a ploy because also nobody cares that much to comment on them. No one's walking around commenting on your (laughs) stanchions.
0: No one. But I love that Whitney. Out of all the now, I am. I am going to go to places that comment on. I like that a lot. There's clearly a point of view in the world has been fully. Yeah, I just feel like I want to compliment someone's extensions and see if they even know what I'm complimenting. They might like to be like, "Thank you, thank you very much." Yeah. It's like I love them. your. That's how I think little there. people. That's where. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like exactly. Back in those extensions. Like, let <laughs> let people think, like, hear the word and see the reaction. That I feel like there is a whole series right now. I agree. I agree, but I also think having Whitney, and I know I'm biased because I don't like Whitney, but having Whitney out of all the people. The only person that doesn't hate her. I don't like her. I don't get her on the show. I don't get like, I think again, just like it annoys me with the wives when they use their kids. All we know is about her father. I don't think that's our story to know. And even for him to have to put it out here, I find it all very wrong. And I think Whitney from the first episode with what she did with Lisa to what she did the other day with Jen I just think she's a very schemy person.
1: She's a very good pot stirrer. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's why they keep her is because she's really good at stirring the pot and she's not really afraid of anything. But yeah. I wish that we would have known more about her actual like inside life. But yeah. apparently, there's a lot of like skeletons there too. I mean, she's very deep into the MLM space, apparently. Like allegedly, that's how she and her husband make all their money, they're starting a skincare line, which I think is also allegedly going to be another MLM. So really? they're very big into the pyramid you know, schemes and, and those kind of things, which usually the, the Gretchen, that's like she started to start one too, and it became like a really, really big deal. So she's keeping that quiet on Salt Lake City, I think. And then also, if they really are swingers, which is what Lisa kind of alleged and Whitney kind of shut I down. I totally but, believe it. Oh, either. absolutely. In fact, yeah. that girl Sarah, who was at the, you know, storm in the Capitol and whatnot. I'm pretty sure huh. she was, I'm pretty sure she's who she was swinging with. The way Whitney uh-huh. he described her, I, I mean, yeah, I you're think right. that was what that was a couple because she described her I'm just going to go
0: on believing that. It
1: was like a Tinder profile <laughs> or something. Like she was like, this is my friend because we're both around the same age. We're about the same build. We both, like, you know, have we both have been married twice. Like, it was like all the reasons why- I, not like why you're a friend, you know what I mean? It feels like a profile. It was like, you know, you say, this is my best friend for years because we met at an auction or we were volunteering together and we found out we had so much in common and, oh, we just love each other. We went to the same high school or whatever. We met in a Starbucks. Like, that's how you discuss friendships. how you met. She's giving us bullet points on why this girl is in her life. And they're all very circumstantial, like surface level things as if you were like, Putting them on seeking arrangements or some website, like looking for a <laughs> third, anyone interested, and that's pretty much what happened. Is like her and her husband, and her and her husband, like do things?
0: I could not believe- yeah, You convinced <laughs> me. I I can't believe that's not just like the accepted, like, you know, it just that. absolutely makes sense. See it all. The missing holes, uh, no pun intended, have been filled. <laughs> I have to say, though, I don't have the hate for Whitney that Dina does because I feel like we need, like, someone, first of all, who truly actually cares about Heather and their cousins. And I actually genuinely feel like their bond. Wait, quick shout is- why do they Leo? not refer to them as cousins? They keep saying friend now all of a sudden. Didn't anyone else notice that? Yeah, yes, but you could have, have a noticed, cousin that you don't get
1: along with. I've noticed that too, that they do consistently, because the, the way Jen told um, Heather, like, well, you're going out on the limb for this girl. Like, this is your reputation you're putting on the line. And it didn't really make it seem like, why wouldn't she stick up for her family in a sense? Yeah. Mean, like, what, duh, she would choose her family, but they made it seem like it was like such a toss up in the air but i i also think it's because they have so many cousins and stuff in that family so like their bond is not necessarily like it's not necessary to prove the point oh,
0: they're not like, yeah, it's not like a, a
1: automatically established thing
0: okay. That's like i have cousins i can't stand and then i have cousins that I can stand. You know? I know, but I feel like it's you and I, like, it's one of, it's like, okay, if you, if I was in a fight with an, another friend and then they were like, you're sticking up for that other friend who was my cousin and I'd be like, yeah, that's my cousin. That's my family. Like, that's, that's. Yeah. What but it at needs. the same time, if you're in a social friend group with that person and they're like your, your cousin is also like your, your friend in that group. The argument is that because you get on with this person, I'm being nice to them and maybe like, in the friend group i don't know maybe producers actually now that i think about it, just said don't refer to them as cousins and then change their mind later and told that yeah i
1: mean it could be because they were casted as like a second thought as family members but not necessarily because they were cousins. but yeah. like, that wasn't the pull it could have been like they really wanted heather which is for obvious reasons and then yeah she's was like amazing. well you know i actually have a cousin or like i have some family members and if they like just went through but like that that wasn't the biggest caveat for why they wanted Whitney, they just needed a pot stirrer and it just so happened to be someone who related to her. And maybe they are the closest now because of the family connection, but they weren't like in the same friend group necessarily before.
0: I could see that. I really Which I can't do understand feel- why they
1: would be because you know heather's a mom she was divorced she's this big 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 up there person in the mormon community and got kicked out whitney left willingly she was kind of like the black sheep of the family she cheated she's younger um she, like you know had an affair with the man and if she is an alleged swinger like that was probably frowned upon so heather and her probably lost touch for a while especially while married
0: yeah i believe I think that. you're right but i right? do think despite all that and maybe even possibly because of the familiar ties that just bond people. I do think Whitney has Heather's back and vice versa. versa. Yes. And I, I do think that even from the perspective of a Jen, who I get the impression that she feels so lonely and alienated even from the people close to her that she would be very jealous of just that natural bond that happens when you have like a shared history, someone from family t- ties that I think that that's part of the problem that they're not acknowledging. It's not Mm -hmm. just that it's Whitney. It's that it's Whitney who is Heather's family, who Heather, of course, will always be bonded to. It's her family. I
1: don't even know if Jen's issues with Whitney have anything to do with Heather. I actually really believe that Jen thought... Even though she's friends with Heather, she could get herself into the cool girls group with Lisa and Meredith. And especially on this show, Mm. I thought she figured out that she could be this nucleus, be this queen bee, and that she could finally get in good with Meredith and Lisa who have real money. Who have real businesses, established businesses that we know what they sell. Like Jen has this organ incorporation, but we don't really know what she sells. We just know that she's in like a a community office space, and we don't and, and has this big rental ski house allegedly. Like we don't really know what she is. But Lisa, established businesswoman, she's a really big deal of vendors with Sundance, which is like their biggest thing in the area. Meredith is like this; she flew in and she has this big blooming business with a lot of celebrities and stuff, and. I think Jen thought she could get in with these girls because they're on the same show as her and neither of them are Mormon. So in her mind, she can finally get in good with the elite circle because she may not have been in the running outside of the show because she isn't Mormon. So they probably like keep her at at least an arm's length distance. But on this show, she's like the playing field is even right. And then all of a sudden these women are now out of reach because of Whitney. And I think that upset her. Because Whitney, mm-hmm. of all people, someone she didn't think that she would ever have to worry about because Lisa couldn't stand her, thought she was a swinger. Meredith like, won't even give her a time of day. And all of a sudden, Whitney is the one that is messing up Jen's connection to the elite group. And she's yeah. like, how dare you? i worked so hard for this. I didn't think I'd have to you know, deal with this with you. I'm putting up with you because you're Heather's cousin. And all of a sudden you're the you're the main cause that's the whole thing it's like that's why she's looking at heather and yelling at her you're putting your reputation on the line for this woman it's like because she is fucking up like she's coming after the big girls she's going she's talking about reputations and character of women who are the elite circle and she's not even in this realm and she's your cousin so we put up with her because of you because you are also in this elite group Because of who you were married to. And you're going to let this woman just go ahead and, like, trying to disrupt it. And I think that's what upset Jen. I think it has nothing to do with Heather. If anything, she's like, I didn't think I'd have an issue with her. So, like, yeah, I welcomed her with open arms. But how dare she come in between me and this?
0: No, I agree. I definitely think Jen did not realize that, like, everyone, when they were on those couches where they all look like little girls, Oh my god.
1: It was
0: so scary. Then like very like couple. Like, I mean, yeah. I again you could see just her heart like break when all the girls although I didn't get why Whitney was the one she decided, not Whitney, why Heather was the one she decided she didn't trust, because it would have been for me, Whitney. But I think at that point she was just so sad by everyone. Yeah. But oh, um, I definitely think she was trying to hurt Heather. Yeah, Heather. I, I don't think it was that. But do you that think way. when on this episode when Jen did apologize to everyone, do you think it was her how she really felt, or do you think she was cleaning things up because she knew everything? Cleaning was against up. her.
1: Yeah, she knew it was the finale party. From what I understand, yeah. a lot of times they know when it's the finale, they film it, they are aware of what it is, and I think she was trying to show that there's. Reason to keep her this yeah I uh, agree next season
0: okay I 100% agree and I really do feel like just from the tiny little snippet we saw at the reunion that um like that is where the women have issues. But well, Lisa's because... still on her side, but Lisa, I had this epiphany when I was watching the last episode because I am someone who really understands like Lisa and Meredith that kind of whole I disengage with confrontation I mean I love watching it on telly but that's how I confront things like just vicariously living through confrontational people Mm -hmm. and I who does it in my own personal life have like either you're a hundred percent in I love you I'm anything for you or you you're not even dead to me because that takes energy you just no longer exist you have ghosted mm-hmm. yourself for my life through your actions and <laughs> and so I really understand that but the thing is I think Meredith and I are more similar in that emotional tone like you're in or you're out but there's no kind of middle ground Lisa I think Meredith thought she was the same type of person but she's more of like a Sheena Shea like she needs to be liked by everyone it doesn't mean she needs to like everyone but she doesn't want to have like someone actively not like her I don't think she had emotion for Jen seeing her burst into tears in the sense of obviously everyone would be emotional if you saw someone crying in front of you who was broken but I think it was more about like she didn't want to sort of burn a bridge necessarily that she might want to walk on later and I think she's like more democratic like trying to be a smart businesswoman, more like smart social networker and I think that really hurt Meredith because I think she thought she was had one in the same as Lisa over these years and this was the first time where someone had hurt Meredith and Lisa who supposedly is her best friend no one would ask someone to not like a person for them if you're like a Meredith because I would never do that but you might no longer want to be friends with someone or have the same type of friendship if the person who supposedly loves you the most as a friend is not emotionally affected by that but that to me is so weird because Jen even though I do have a love for Jen like she did say a blind love I don't have a blind love, but I do have a love for Jen. And You do
1: see her flaws, though, right? I do. There are, like, so there
0: are some major flaws. There are so And many. I think, like, I mean, my favorite two are Lisa and Meredith. I think they're just, they yeah. crack me up. And then Heather, I just want to see that journey. I love Heather. But I just, like, like want Heather to be the Jen, With Jen, like, I do have, like, a... Just a love for her. Although, she did say all that stuff about Meredith. And I'm just sort of confused why she keeps getting confused that, like, it was on camera. Right. Also, even when she apologized, she said she was apologizing for engaging with it. As if she wasn't the one to bring it up. Like, someone uh else brought it up. And she allowed it. And that annoyed me. Like, if you're going to apologize on camera for something you did on camera, at least make it real. Where have
1: we seen that before? It was someone who was one of like an OGs who was like, you know, it was given to me, and I'm sorry, I, I was told it, and I spread, oh, Vicky used to do it all the time. Vicky, that's what I was just going to say. I was that's told this Vicky information, no and then I spread it around, like, yeah, but you spread it on camera. We weren't told it on camera by someone else. Yeah. You didn't even, like, bring them on the show to, like, stir this pot, and then you spread it. You just spread it, and we don't know where it came from, so you're the only person we have to connect it to.
0: I agree. Yeah, she did it like 10 times her last season, but she's done that the entire time she's ever been on. And I can't stand that, like, especially because it is amazing to me, at least to Salt Lake City, it's season one. But with Vicky, it's like you've been on this for like a quarter of your life. You know, it's <laughs> recorded. You know what they mean? Like, stop pretending like you're clueless. Like, there's no way you don't know. Oh, yeah, you know. Ilana and I have an addiction. But it's something we've both come to accept. Accessories. Nikki Rocks is our go to when accessorizing any outfit. Her unique designs are amazing standalone pieces or work gorgeously stacked together. You can shop Nikki Rocks by going to her website, nikkirocks.com. N I C K I R O X X dot com. Apply our discount code, StylishlySolomon25, for 25% off. Stylisty Solomon twenty-five. Solomon with all O's. S O L O M O N. We know you'll thank us later. Happy shopping. Um, what did you guys think of the mask?
1: Well, you guys are stylists. Is this high fashion? Because I put up a poll and I said maybe I just don't know high fashion because it's high fashion. And everybody else said they don't know high fashion either. <laughs> high
0: so it is it high it fashion? It is high fashion.
1: Okay, because we don't Maiden know and it.
0: Angela. And it is. I don't think it. I think it. All fashion shows, especially couture, are really art shows. It's like you know when you yes. see interactive and live art shows. That's what they are. So these things, think to are this Doesn't give me ready to
1: wear. I don't feel like this is ready to wear. No, it's, it's, it's not. not to, especially you know, especially you know. not to a,
0: a boutique, yeah, a, a laser boutique no, in Utah. No. No, No, but it's couture and it's designed to be part of an art display and to be worn as a work of art. And so she came in to, I pretty, maybe it wasn't casual, but it certainly wasn't like even a black tie event in a couture mask with an RTW dress. Like it was a lot. And I felt like she was making a point that like she was shielding herself in the most Mm obvious kind of literal representation of it yeah and I loved her for it actually to me as a fellow fashionista I was like I understand what you're saying non-verbally communicating where you're at emotionally with Really, everyone right now because you're disappointed that every single person was a part of this conversation and that it took them so long to tell you about it. So Makes I get sense. you, Meredith, and I love you for what it. What
1: do you think of uh, her son's fashion lines? Because uh, she was wearing a collaborate her dress or or whatever was a collaboration with her son, the fashion yeah. designer, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Brooks <laughs> Marks. What did we think of uh, his collab and his um his his fashion show with one fashion that like eight people wore it gave me very much so she by sharae right (laughs) saying a fashion show with no fashions how dreadful because this was almost worse this was a fashion show with
0: one fashion (laughs) with um brooks like i want i can't wait to see it like more evolve i agree like it's you're not we haven't seen anything yet so I I would like to see like where that goes with at least my I want to go on that journey I want to see where that goes I thought Meredith I I wasn't I do agree the mask is very avant-garde it's like haute couture. i did not get why she was wearing it there i think you even said it on your podcast if she would have like put it in her hair when she got there if she would have done like something just to make it she had it on her neck though at the end that was when lisa told her to put it down at one point That's because mm. she tried mm-hmm. lisa as a fellow fashionista i know but i just i felt like it was a lot like Lisa to me dressed appropriately Meredith even though I got like what she was doing and I agree with you Alana I just felt like didn't get why she paired it with that dress and then also like why was it tonight like I just didn't feel like this was the right place for it
1: I didn't think it matched that dress at all in fact I wish she would have worn something non-metallic and non shiny yes. cuz i think that would have been it was an it was excellent a contrast.
0: Yeah. Yes, it, was it really me, bothered me that the metallics didn't match.
1: Because it was real shiny, like it was like an actual like mm-hmm. some kind of uh, crystal metal combination on our face, the bottom part felt cheap. Like, her actual that dress felt like it was patent leather type. Like, it wasn't real. Something that you got, like, the Payless, was shout out to Payless, he used to get me through a lot of things. But <laughs> it felt like it was, like, a really fake material because it was contract, what it was supposed to emulate was on her face, and that was, like, the real thing with the knockoff, and that felt weird.
0: I also okay. just said, oh. Oh, sorry. sorry. You go on. No, I was, I was just gonna say, I felt like what had really happened was obviously to the last like event of this season because she's a good mummy she was like I'm going to rep my little boy I'm so proud of him I'm gonna wear his Mm -hmm. stuff and then she got upset and was like I need to shield my face from all these bitches and then kind of made this statement with that so it was like not well thought out for someone whose literal job is to create the perfect accessories for looks so she forgot to represent Meredith. She represented yeah. her emotions. She represented her son, but she did not represent on, always- her life, yeah. her business. Always- yes, like, oh, okay,
1: stylist. Yes, y'all, we gotta represent ourselves when we accessorize.
0: I love it. And also,
1: Coco Chanel yes. said, "Take one thing off before you leave the house," and the thing did. In yes, the business, she did the mask. I love
0: you for knowing that. I mean, that oh, is- of
1: course. You know, even, See, I, I, love the fashion so- <laughs> I like a fashion moment. I like a fashion moment. I. This might be for, I don't know, the followers who are especially like literary nerds. I was raised by Lissy Harrison's The Click. Ooh, it is a fantastic ooh, yes. book series from Such back in the day. I was raised by that series. I learned all my designers by that series. I knew exactly. I was Googling, schmoogling <laughs> all over the place. I know the girls. I love yes. this. I know a stylish moment. I love that. Yes. <laughs> they Look, used to give me you... an outfit breakdown of each of them. I understood what it looked like. I said, oh, yes, okay. Yes, you yes, have the sporty Calvin Klein over here. And then Alicia <laughs> Rivera, who was the Spanish queen, she always wore a Ralph Lauren. And I was like, I'm into it. That's more me. I, I found my fashion looks through those girls. So I know. Yes. I know the things. <laughs> yes,
0: you do. <laughs> and I love those, um, fashion girls, just because we, we want to ask you one last question question then we'll play our little game because we've had so much fun with you and thank you for letting us spend all this time but what do you think of lisa vanderpump's new show
1: Uh. I know nobody cares, but I'm gonna watch it. Like, I'm this is what made me this is what got me into having a podcast in the first place. I watch them all. I really will give everything a shot. If it's on E and it's on Bravo, I'm gonna give it a shot because I'm shallow when it comes to these channels. My bar is inhale. I will give everything a shot at least once <laughs> to three times. Like, i i kind of would like to see it i want to see it's not a new concept you know having them over for dinner it, you know we've seen it with chelsea handler we saw it with chloe kardashian which i didn't think was a good look but to me lisa makes sense because so many of our scenes with her back in the day was her hosting parties it is that she's a restauranteur it is that she knows how to cook she taught adrian how to make a chicken and clean the chicken like she's always been someone <laughs> who, who likes a classic hello Like she's the person who likes to host so to me, it makes sense that this is a thing for her. And I'm going to give it a try. She's going to have really fun people. I hated it for the promo. They made her talk with the Bridgerton lady because at least, uh, LVP used to famously let us know that all British accents are not created equal. Like, yeah. that's how she knows mm-hmm. where everyone's from is because of those, like, you know, British... Yeah, ass- no, it's stuff. true.
0: Do you know, very in strange. England, they will hire people more often from like the midlands for like telemarketing jobs you know what i mean like oh. just your interview your actual accent can affect like what jobs you're getting about because there is a very posh accent and then there's a very like middle accent and it's not like when i'm saying this in the way america has it it's literally also like territorial as much as it is yeah your sort of backgrounds and it really affects like psychological things. There's so much that, that makes you sense. portrayed uncle, in your accent there.
1: My uncle's British and I used to watch um, housewives at his house and he had never heard it once before. And literally he heard LVP talk once from another room and said, Oh, you must be watching some housewives or something. And I was like, well, yeah, I am. He's like, yeah, she sounds rich. But he just <laughs> yeah. knew that she sounded rich. He's from <laughs> Liverpool. And he was like, she sounds rich and he's a very hardworking man he made a lot of great money in america you know when he came here when he was young but he was like oh i'm sure she's rich <laughs> he just yeah. knew it and i was like she is actually she owns like 25 restaurants in england and then like four in america and she's but like, she also grew up wealthy
0: yes. yes but there's a big difference because england is very much still well can you can't cost- grow up as wealthy I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't think Ken grew Yeah, Ken both. didn't grow up, but he was a footballer. No. She married a footballer, so he has the voice of someone who played football and then became lovely.
1: Yes, and he was a playboy. <laughs> he was having a good time. Yeah.
0: Was, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, those so. posh girls probably got real excited by this, like... Yes. A rude boy who all of a sudden like they could socialize with
1: <laughs> yes like oh yes fraternizing with you know with the with the with the with the fascinating the adventurous type you know yeah exactly like, it's, 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 it's just like victoria beckham when she literally married a footballer <laughs> yes
0: i mean there's a reason they call and it her name place. is posh
1: oh my god
0: yes connections
1: yes, <laughs> yeah. you yes. I, so i'm excited about her show i'll give it a try
0: I was not impressed by the commercial. I'm just going to throw it out me there. Neither. I felt like it was really cheesy isn't even a cheesy yeah, enough so word cheesy. for what I got from the commercial. I'm shocked that they decided to push this one
1: forward and didn't put this one on Peacock and instead are putting the Vanderpump Dogs one on Peacock, which to me, I would put the Vanderpump Dog show that she's been working on that was like in the Peacock, you know, rollout commercial. Yeah. I would put that on E! Because to me, that makes more sense. A, we might already know some of the characters. B, it's a concept we know works. While we're under while Vanderpump yeah. Rules is under construction, this is like a brand new cast, brand new everything, but same concept. People who work for LVP, desperate for fame desperate for money will do anything to look fabulous though they're literally working like as managers in a retail space like that's yeah, always been a fun thing love it's it. like how expensive can i look as a waitress it's like what yeah. oh. and i love that <laughs> illusion of la so i really would like to have seen that mm. and to me that would have made more sense on e because that's a show that we kind of already have and we know will work but it, uh, i guess the wires got crossed
0: I, um, L- I just three. figured that meant it was really bad.
1: It's very possible. I don't know how you could have something that bad when John Blizzard was, like, the single-handed. He, like, destroyed Housewives of Beverly yeah. Hills from behind the scenes. That man should be I on know. TV. That man should be on TV. get some
0: sort of, like, I would love to just have, like, some sort of 2020-style interview, like a Deanne Sawyer just sitting down with him. Like, let, let, let's break this down, you know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. i, I want to hear his insight oh my god, did you guys watch framing britney and <laughs> i'm actually
1: gonna watch it tonight <laughs> instead of the super bowl i
0: oh yes, started it yes, i god. got very upset though oh, you guys it's so good and then i watched a four-hour youtube breakdown as well if you want it alana you sent it to me and i watched all four hours
1: oh my and god all i can say- oh you did
0: i started it I think Justin Timberlake and her were a fake relationship. And I think without her knowing, he decided to make her look like the bad guy, which also drove more to her mental breakdown. But we'll talk about this another time. One hundred percent. I agree. But I I think that was like his PR team's plan the whole time. And I don't think that's how it's sold to her. But I don't think anything was ever confirmed with her. I think things were done to her, not like with her consent. That
1: makes a lot of sense. This was the quintessential time of um, PR relationships. Mm -hmm. That was like back when people really, really did that because you weren't your own media outlet. You know, back then, you you really had to like sell yourself to tabloids and stuff to keep people talking about you so that they would invest in you and your music and whatnot.
0: I agree. Well, yeah, need to hear. About- Guys, we could do like yeah. a special. We don't have Patreon, but we should do a Patreon episode about this. I might start us a Patreon account just so we could talk about. Oh, could we have cool. you on once you watch it? Yeah, of course. Okay, let's do it for okay. our first watch. Let's one. start a Patreon. Hopefully, people will pay to hear us talk. I feel like. Okay, and then we'll be so excited because we can really um discuss about Britney.
1: I think that'll be so much fun.
0: Okay, so we'll text you more hours, details. But half. before we let you go, we're gonna do our fun game. Um, I love a game. Oh, good. We played it before, but we're gonna switch up the cast. Call, text, delete, and we'll do um, Salt Lake City. Um, which was Mary even on this episode? Uh, Wait, I forgot. Yeah, to make the, my choir. Point. the choir. The
1: choir. Guys, my- what?
0: my favorite moment of the whole episode was when the producers wrote rosemary crosby and jesus when they panned over her grandmother with jesus and the producers yep. let us know rosemary crosby and jesus like yes as if it was like jesus <laughs> and the apostles like this was fact rosemary yes. Crosby and jesus i love and that i was like what else was... do you need for mary I like that her
1: update was she's doing a lot to keep the skeletons in her closet. And I said, that's great.
0: I literally took a screenshot. She was the only one I, I kept. Like, I took notes on it. And I took mm-hmm. a screenshot because I love so much what they wrote about her. She's reorganizing her closet, getting rid of the old design, uh, designer clothes, while making sure to keep her skeletons safe inside. Like, that is oh, so the funny. producers. You know, I also, I loved her little um, Chanel um, for the of the AirPods that she was wearing. That oh my god! I just thought Mary has so many things I want to learn more about. I can't wait till she gets her own little her own little time. It was weird though when she fat shamed that guy and told him to drink water. I don't yeah, know. That was not good. Mary's a nutcase. <laughs> like, she she. she, she is, I think oh. she's too far. Like I don't think we should bring her back. I thought we should, and now I changed my mind. Okay. She's too far gone no waiting for back i have so many questions i have so many questions there's nothing to reel in you know what i mean ilana
1: i i must ask you are are you drinking in fact the diet coke
0: i am because like lisa that's basically all i drink
1: okay is it great with ice and lemon
0: i like it with ice i like it like that at the restaurant when it's fountained I'm not a fan of it, like, in the home environment because you need a certain type Hmm. of Diet Coke. And so you wouldn't get it. You need
1: it from, like, the aeration of, like, being put in the fountain. Got it. Would -hmm. you ever ask for it from a fountain, say, at a gas station? Like, Lisa asked her son to get her. I didn't know gas stations had lemons either. but I was just going to say that.
0: Yeah, I was just going to say that. That was something that was new information to me because I've never yeah. heard of a gas station having fresh lemons, and if they do, me I don't either. trust that. I don't. So think that I was it. like I maybe a Utah own. thing, you know. I just maybe I'm not like super big s- on side of the road snow. fruit snow. Super and clean, gas I don't station know. fruit, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, I'm, it I'm wasn't. It that. wasn't a moment where it was. Where uh, well, I was like, I guess you, but it was certainly the Diet Cokes itself and the extra large thing that I've been uh, shamed for carrying around. ounce Diet
1: Coke, no ice and lemon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, I myself, I, for me.
0: I am a very picky Diet Coke eater, um, drinker, sorry. Like I'm very- I didn't know you could eat it. Yeah. 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 But I'm, I'm very picky. Like I like it at a gas station from the fountain, but it has to be a foam because if it's in a plastic, it melts too fast. And then I yeah. prefer cans over the bottles because cans it actually stays like nicer. Whereas in a bottle go out of the bubbly so fast, but I have never, and I, I drink a lot of Diet Coke, which I should stop, but I've never once gone to a gas station and thought, let me get a little lemon. Let me make sure it's just me neither. Coming. And I must
1: say <laughs> to your point though, Dina, you can eat diet Coke. If you are in Texas, they deep fry everything. And when <gasps> they used to live in Texas, they didn't have fried ice cream or fried coffee, fried Coke, fried a lot of th- they fry Oreos. They fry everything. Down I love there. fried and Oreos and have fried Coke. It's actually quite good.
0: You have shocked today. You are. I am going go, okay. to
1: go to the Texas State Fair as soon as outside opens up. Texas State Fair is the best food you will ever have in your life. It, it's literally the schools give kids a, like a day off in some places. They give them free tickets for the whole family. It's a big deal. It's the largest state fair. I believe in the country. I once oh went, and God. Selena Gomez was performing. You have Miguel who's performed the weekend. Um, like it's a big deal. It's a very Justin Bieber. There's rodeos. It's huge. It's huge, <gasps> huge, huge, and it's in the Dallas area. So like right by SMU. Oh my God, oh my God.
0: My best friend is moving to Dallas in like literally a week, and I'm gonna go visit her, Great. and then we're gonna you take our go in October Martha, And I, I will plan to go during this time.
1: Yes, the Texas State Fair is the best. You will eat all the things. It's so good. I love I a nice a double fried, fried
0: Oreo. Oh, I love oh, double fried I love it there I'm too. Good.
1: The fried ice cream is good. Fried oh, coke fried. is good. Fried coffee—it's all delicious. It's so good. The roasted there is street fried corn,
0: diet coke, ooh, roasted street so corn. So good, and they jam. decorate
1: them up they're, they're beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's like roasted over a flame. Then it's like cottage cheese and they give chili powder. It's just mm. so pretty. And you you're making and me and hungry. Commercial for this fair—they should be. Giving I know. It the You only should. Thing when I was in middle school that I was upset about leaving for. It was the only reason I didn't want to leave when we moved well, from I would Texas back home. If I had
0: access to that, I would be upset to leave it, too. It's I the mean, best thing ever. Crazy. It's a
1: great time to go with all your friends. It's so much fun.
0: Okay, October, that's you said, that's though. So I will keep that Well, it's in October,
1: open. usually. I think September yeah. or October. So hopefully by then, you know, we'll be able to go outside and have fun and play with each other outside. Again.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love- oh yeah. <laughs> I, I forgot for half a second COVID. Yeah, it just has to stay with us forever. But then, speaking on a better note, who would you like to call, text, or delete? Yes,
1: we yes, can, yes.
0: Okay, so at, we've decided, um, Lisa,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mary, and Whitney. Um,
1: call, text, delete. And so, call is like the married, married one, right? It's like the like you're really invested in this. relationship. It's
0: intimate.
1: Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. You know, having a call buddy takes a lot. I will absolutely be yeah. calling Lisa. I will be texting Whitney and I will de- be deleting Mary. And that's not because I hate Mary. I just feel like that'd be a lot for me.
0: <laughs> a lot of
1: anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in communicating with Mary. I'd be very worried about her. And I just don't really want to use to up my on. phone data with that. <laughs>
0: I I feel like not that I'm ever we ever ask ourselves, but I feel like I would have almost the exact opposite of you because I'd be calling Mary because I feel like that would just be so entertaining. Oh my I God. would even FaceTime like I want to oh, face this like you want to like, peek inside, inside that out. house. Oh, I want to I want to see I want to see like what goes on in her house that is her closet that is her like you know like her cousin made and her grandfather husband like I want to know all that you know and then yes oh no
1: bravo calls him her grand husband
0: yeah exactly her grand husband and then like I would text Lisa because I just want to talk to her all day and you have to end a phone call so I just want to know that it can just keep going and going and going like lots of back and forth okay and then Whitney not because I have any hate for her for her But I just don't find her interesting enough to want to do either of the other two things.
1: Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. I text Whitney only because I was saying, you know, sometimes a text is a really frivolous conversation with someone. It's like, oh, yeah. Like, hey, girl. Like, it's nothing super serious. It's like, hey, Mm -hmm. did you get the homework? You know, it's something like that. And that's about (laughs) it. It's nothing major. It's very simple. It's very were, you know, just a little back and forth, like, did you see this? I thought of you. Haha, I hope you're doing well, girl. You too. Like, it's something easy. And that's how I feel about Whitney.
0: See, I texting for me is really intimate, though, because, like, mm-hmm. with my friends, especially with voice notes, I can talk to you for, like, an entire day, you know? Well, can you let her, we have had so much fun with you today. We could keep call, texting you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, can you tell everyone um, where they can, I bet they already know this, but where they can listen to your podcast, where they can stalk and follow you, um, just everything they yeah, Well, to. just
1: in case they want to, you know, they've been converted. Welcome to the Mixer, honey. You can find me anywhere you listen to podcasts, like right after this one, um, by searching Mixing with Moni and on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Mixing with Moni, M-I-X-I-N-G-W-I-T-H-M-A-N-I.
0: It is the reason you it's like, one of the oh top my. podcasts. It's
1: such a great list. Oh, good. Thank you so auntie, much for listening. I really appreciate it.
0: It's so amazing. I, I was just actually re-listening to the one you just did. I think it's aunties and...
1: Um, auntie Tendencies and season, all the things.
0: Auntie, <laughs> yes. It's so <laughs> good. I've listened to it twice. And I'm like, I really think it was such an amazing one and... I think everyone should go and listen to it. right now. Thank you so
1: much. I really appreciate it. I love it when, you know, people listen, you know, I I say yes to everything and everybody. I don't know how my fiance feels about that, but I'm always happy to have a good time (laughs) because, you know, what are we doing? We're just talking about shows that nobody asked us to talk about and saying a bunch of hot, uh, talking about all these hot messes and having a good time. And I love a good Kiki and a good, a good time moment. So I'm glad that that translates over. The sound waves. Oh, I'm
0: so glad we got to have a, a moment with you. And yes. I know I'm really already looking forward to our next time.
1: Yes, I cannot wait. Yes. Thank y'all so much for having me. I
0: appreciate it. Oh, thank, thank you again. you, yeah, you yeah, so, so nice of you.